0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. I am George Mannion, and with me are my two compadres. I have Grant Parkin, uh, I have Liam McGuinness, and we are being produced by Alicia McLaren. Each episode, one of us will bring an album that we consider to be flawless. What that means might be different for each of us, but we're bringing it nonetheless, and we are putting ourselves out there Ready for uh, potential pariah, social and pariah status,
1: emotional scavenging, and robust discussion. Robust, yeah, this robust. is true. Yeah, so yeah, uh, robust.
0: For f- for reference, Liam is the Australian, Grant is the South African, African Sith 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 African, and I am the only woman and also British yeah. that you'll be hearing from today. Uh, so. I am in charge of today's podcast I have the ultimate power And I have brought with me a record That I deem as flawless Which is a Laura Marling's second album I speak because I can
1: I might be a part of this Ripple along water from a lonesome drip A fallen tree that witnessed me I'm alone here
0: So, Laura Marling is a British, uh, an English singer, songwriter, guitarist, actress, and all round awesome young woman. Um, and she's originally from just outside of London but she moved to London when she was 16 years old and started getting part of the folk scene um, over there so she's been quite an integral part of the UK new folk kind of genre uh, she's received critical acclaim in multiple countries and she's been respected in Australia too yep. uh, so I've um, <laughs> I bring with me her second album because although I know that there are classic tracks on different records and even her newest album is absolutely beautiful, I feel like this is the one that has a start to finish, um, bookended, really beautiful, uh beautifully put together album. So I would like your first impressions from Liam First.
2: Okay. So I'd heard of Laura Marling before. I knew um Yeah, she'd come at she's Quite well known here in Australia, like people really love her out here and she's known for coming out and putting on really good live shows. I'm not not sure if any of her albums have ever really struck through, but definitely live performance, she's well known. And then this is actually one of my best friends, it's her favourite album. Mm.
0: She's a good best friend, you should keep her. She's a good best friend, I will absolutely keep her, she is fantastic.
2: (laughs) So I had heard this album, I knew I'd heard this album before, but I just, I mustn't have been paying attention to it because I love it. And if I'd been listening to it probably the first time I'd heard it, I would have been in love with it right from the first time <laughs> I'd heard it and, you know, gone and found all her other stuff as well. So I've only just found out, like, a moment ago, that This is only her second album. That only is absolutely crazy to me. And she, she wrote
0: and recorded it when she was 19, 19. years old. Oh God. Yeah, I saw this. If you um, want to feel bad about yourself in yeah. your life <laughs> choices. You yeah. And this is her second album, <laughs> yeah. nominated for a Mercury Music Prize in yeah. the UK and also won a Brit Award of... Uh, as well in the same year for yeah. this record well it was wow, all well okay. deserved
2: because it blew me away right yeah. from the start and I was just yeah and now knowing that yeah she did it when she was 19 I just feel really bad about myself <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing at 19 but it wasn't anything like this well you were just
1: you'd done your first few yeah, spider yeah. Baits. yeah you I were was about two years <laughs> into listening to spider bait a lot and uh, <laughs> yeah. I had no, 19 okay. more years of that ahead of me Oh, <laughs> awesome. awesome
0: so so Grant had you heard of Laura Marling before? no not oh, at all so you I were new to her new absolute. to this
1: absolutely and um I was so I, w- I was late um in, in my prep for this. So I was actually whilst you were doing lettuce sandwiches, I was ironing. Oh, okay. Um, and so I put the and I actually had to stop ironing for a bit to listen. And I was like and I, my my thoughts, um my immediate thoughts on listening it was thank you. Oh ah. <laughs> for, for thank you for letting me um for, for <laughs> informing me about about Laura. So so yeah, I really enjoyed it to be honest. Oh, um, this and is good. Um, yeah. So this is a good it reception was, so it was, far. Yeah, no, f- I was like, "Devil spoke spoke was like, Come on, mm-hmm. what a way to what a way to open.' I was like hey, yeah. this, yes, <laughs> this chick can play.' So let's go. Just for a bit um, of context. Yes, please. Um,
0: so yeah, as I said, she when she was sixteen, she like so she got a scholarship to like um. A school and stuff when she was younger mm. um, and then when she was 16 she moved in with her older sisters on the outskirts of London and got involved with bands like Noah and the Whale um, and mm-hmm. she be- would she performed with various bands and she was so she was 16 and she couldn't in theory she shouldn't have been allowed in the pubs that she was yep. playing in but she was doing it nonetheless so she was in the band Noah and the Whale uh, but she left oh. after the breakup with the singer dude so they were actually dating and he wrote okay. like a, he wrote songs about her and for her and I don't think she's coming back yeah um which is a real oh, shame so after,
2: after they broke up he wrote songs begging her to come back
0: pretty much right. yeah ah. so that's a little bit of a shame but and she's been credited on various other albums and she was on it she was in a, uh, on a single called um young love with a band called mystery jets which that particular mm. single was very popular in a lot of places and yeah. and her voice for me is has matured a lot over the years but she's always just sounded like And Sat has had the vocal equivalence of an old soul, Mm. I suppose, is Mm, the closest thing to say. Um, Her father ran a recording studio, so she was exposed. And he exposed her to a lot of folk and a lot of um, old school music. And she refers to that as both a blessing and a curse. Sure.
2: (laughs) It's funny that you say old soul, because I think a few years ago when she did come out to Australia and I was covering a festival she was playing at for uh, Faster Louder, I didn't get to see her, but one of the other people who was reviewing sort of said, yeah, I'll throw a paragraph together about her. And I think he said that exact same thing. "Is like this, here comes this small, dainty little English woman and here comes this massively powerful old soul voice out of her and you're just sitting there and that, that dissonance between those two is just mind-blowing. Mm. Yeah.
0: Her maturity is... Uh, frightening but she's always said that she's quite an introverted person um, and she focuses a lot on how she makes her music Mm. Um, and she uses uh, she's used a a guy called um, Ethan Johns to do the uh, what's it called producing 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 Mm. of this record Um, and he has worked with he works with people like Ryan Adams Kings of Leon Paul McCartney, Rufus nice. Wainwright, um, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Okay, So Ooh. he's got, he's, you know. He knows a few things. Knows a few things. Yeah. Has, and he's worked on at least three of her albums. Yep. So they've obviously got a good relationship. And he's mm. worked as an engineer. He's worked as a, a mixer. And he's worked as all sorts. So she she surrounds herself with people that bring the best out of her when she makes yep. a record. So I h- love, I hugely respect her. I also, she is younger than me. And I'm a singer, songwriter, guitarist and I will never, ever <laughs> achieve anything even close to her least popular song. Like, uh, right. but, but I'm okay with that, I think. Because I in the
2: past you haven't, but they give you have the inspiration. Maybe, yeah, sure. yeah, maybe when I'm 75. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. When you get that voice of hers somehow. Yeah, when I, I try. I try <laughs> and, so my, one oh
0: of my right. bands yep. is going to be covering one of the songs from this album.
2: Cool. Which one? Which song?
0: Goodbye England, Covered yes. in Snow. Winter was on so we're going to be covering that song because we currently have two um, songs which I think would bookend it well. Which is um, Tex Perkins' "When It Snows." Mm. So that's an old, that's a proper Aussie country song, and then um, "One Perfect Day." I can't remember who that's by, but that's an Aussie band and that's about um, leaving England. Mm, uh, right. So uh, yeah, so um, I feel like Goodbye England covered in yes. is a really nice way of putting all those songs together. Sure. So yeah, so um, a bit more context for this is, did you, did you know who her band were for this? Album
2: yeah. was a Mumford and Sons, pretty much, yeah, yeah, really? okay. three quarters wow. of
0: Mumford and Sons were on this record. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, the sing, uh, we had the we had people on drums, banjo, backing vocals, and double bass, uh, were all Mumford and Sons players. Yeah. Plus, there was additional people uh, playing the fiddle and the cello, and a dude called Pete Rowe on keyboards, so who is a solo artist, um, and he's been incidentally referenced as a cross between john martin the uk or scottish folk singer who i'm not sure if you guys will have ever heard of of he's been covered lots of times by lots of people so we'll have that discussion another day but it's a cross between john martin who incidentally was a family friend Oh. Okay. The UK folk scene is small. Name dropper. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> <sighs>
0: just, uh, I'm just gonna polish my nails on my uh, yeah. on my top. But yeah, across between him and and Leonard Cohen, so I feel like that's someone pretty cool to reference. Oh, yes. So anyway, so there were uh, three singles from this, mm. which were it started with "Goodbye England Covered in Snow," which is the song that. So I that was the first single. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. Okay. I believe. Oh, n- hold on. I don't know if I've got it in order, but okay. uh, yeah. Uh, but the also, Devil Spoke." Yep. Which okay. you've already talked about, Grant, yep. and Rambling Man. Yes, yeah. So they were the songs, and so they all of them to me are like beautiful mm. songs. And she can mix soft, gorgeous folk with a bit more aggressive alt country kind of style. With the when she's got the full band backing her and yep. stuff, and her lyrics are so mature, it's terrifying.
2: Yes. So yeah. So England. Um, what's a England? Something. 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 Goodbye, England. Goodbye, Goodbye England. In England. Snow? Cover in yep, snow. covered in snow. That's the one. Um, so I've been listening to music now for twenty years or so, and I'm still really happy that every now and then I can hear a song for the first time, and it can just really like I almost have to stop doing what I'm doing. It's mm. like, okay, this is grabbing me, and I, I have no control of what's happening. And this was happening to me yesterday when I heard that song which is unfortunate because I was driving to a friend's place, so I really couldn't just (laughs) stop what I was doing and listen to it. But it was just, yeah. So
0: don't Laura Marling and drive. Yes,
2: basically. It's very dangerous and she's she's out of control and she needs to be stopped. No, (laughs) it's okay. So, yeah, I was just, that song just really grabbed me right the first time. I was was like, this is just amazing and so heartfelt and kind of reminded me of um, Frank Turner and his sort of English, sort of bent on a lot of the English stuff that he does. And, yeah, it was just really cool.
0: That's awesome. I'm glad that you said that because it's. I'm glad you obviously didn't swerve or off yes. the Yes, <laughs> <or anything laughs> I'm glad you're like safe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad about that. But yeah, that it, it is a really just perfectly beautiful song from mm-hmm. start to finish. And I think when it comes to arranging music, she probably has a lot of control yeah. and knows precisely what it should sound like. Mm. And it just all of the different layers of the different instruments she brings in are correct. They're just, if you're bringing in the cello, you do it for the right reason. Mm. Yeah. And so in Goodbye England, like just bringing in the strings was just perfect. Mm. So mm. I love that.
1: So when she, when she, did she move out of her house to move with it to live with her sisters? I mean, she, she was with, <laughs> <she laughs> with her parents and they were cool with her. Um, despite running the studio and all the rest of it I if guess you go if on you your w- way
0: yeah I guess if you're uh, running a Head recording headstrong stu-
1: English l- person yeah. lady.
0: well I was 15 and I did the same and my mm. parents are musicians so I think it's just what kids of musicians do Yep. we move out early and find our way in the music scene yeah yep. yeah it's it's odd but so it was for wow. her i think it was more she clearly had something mm. and so you had to be in london So i think she was in hertfordshire before but okay. and it was that's not a commute that you'd want to do at 16 yeah. <laughs> sure. so living with her sisters it's different to living sure. with strangers yep. so yep. um enough. yeah so her older sisters obviously not younger ones that would be weird yeah, um right. so <laughs> I guess that's it. it kind worked, of worked. Obviously. I don't know. I wasn't around their dinner table, but I feel like I should have been going. Yes, you just would have been pretty great.
2: Dinner off dinner you table. go, yeah. Yeah, come on, go. Laura. You go, girl. Yeah, <laughs> more support.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So now, did you notice that there was a theme in this for this album?
1: When you say a theme, I, I wrote down. It felt like it was like a period. Like it was a period album. Where she talks about, um, you know, the maids and 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 being a woman and all that that entails, and the challenges
2: I suppose that that could entail. And <laughs> she made some references around around that.
1: So it was what what I picked up out of it.
2: Yeah, I didn't notice a hugely strong theme, but I just <laughs> know from her background and the sort of stuff that she promotes that yeah, that sort of uh, women's voices and women's yeah. rights sort of theme coming forward to it.
0: Hmm. Well generally yeah, it yeah. was it was mainly um, when she's talked about it before she was um, saying that it's about responsibility and the responsibility of womanhood. Mm. So although it all sounds autobiographical, it's not a, it's um, okay, so cool. some of those stories, some yes. of those references aren't her yeah. that she is speaking on behalf of yeah. so um, the first track itself, um, Devil Spoke mm. is actually inspired by Homer's the Odyssey so it's uh that's in reference to that yeah and then the final track um i speak because i can yes. is in reference to a margaret margaret atwood novella which is called Penelopead, which was a counterpoint to homer's epic right Odyssey. Oh, nice. so she bookend yeah. the album which so starts and finishes it so labels. deep so mm. deep Just so um
2: and i think i can probably be correct in this but it sounded like all the songs were also like first person. Like it's off, It's always about I this and I like telling from the point yeah. of view of, of whatever character she happens to be in at the time.
0: Absolutely. I think there's only one song where she really references um, something which might be really connected to her, which is her saying Laura. Um, so, well, I, Goodbye England is definitely about yeah. her because um, that was a re- referencing a childhood walk through a church graveyard in the snow or like a, when she was with her family mm-hmm. or something. Um, but there's another one uh, which I need to find. Um, oh, Blackberry Stone. That was it. Uh, Blackberry Stone is, uh, the one where it, it says, and I am lower now and lower still. You did always say that one day I would suffer. In the lyrics, Um, and that's the one that says, And you never did learn to let the little things go, and you never did learn to let me be, and things like that. So I feel like that's it, sounds like that's her saying goodbye to a grandparent, Mm. just the way it's all about, um, I'd be sad that I never held your hand as you were lowered, and stuff. So it's like a really desperately mature uh, and very beautiful lyrics. but she w- and whispers that she loves the man, etc. So that's the um, only the fourth song on the album, and it's pretty good going. That yeah. the, the maturity mm. levels are terrifying mm. from start to finish of it. So, do you, did you have a particular a favorite song that came out that struck you, Grant?
1: Oh, probably Devil Spoke, as, as I mentioned yep. earlier, and, and Rambling Man. I actually enjoyed those, but probably my, my big takeaways. But, um, you know, I. I suppose in this, in, in listening to all these albums, I've, I've really come to appreciate a good opening, and I thought that that Devil's Spike was like just it was mm. really good. Just really so kicks you in yeah. the bum, doesn't yeah. it? Like, hey, here we go, um, and the sheer confidence, I suppose, and it comes with a, a, a great singer songwriter. So that's, that's mine.
2: Yeah, I think it's really great that it sort of sets that tone to like, hey, this is the bluegrass sort of style to it. But then also, like it could have just been then ten straight bluegrass songs yeah. just in a row. But sure. like right after that, you're all, you're already thrown into no, this is going to be an album that sort of bobs and it sways and it goes different paths mm. and it's not always just going to be the same thing
0: mm. yeah so it does have its height like it's louder mm. songs but then it definitely has the soft sweet folk and then yeah. the kind of as you say bluegrass influence the old mm. country bluegrass influence but it's all still kind of in that banner of yeah. new, new folk as mm. they call it new n u new new folk yeah and new folk um but it's uh it's you know it's still obviously all in that banner and it's she doesn't she isn't playing for pop she isn't playing no, for air yeah. for airwave time no. she's but she still got to num this record got to number four in the UK charts when it was released which is you know really remarkable for something that's so niche like mm-hmm. so an album that's not Adele that's uh, yes. you know not One Direction yeah. so to get to number one to get to number four in the album chart. Um, is really quite impressive with an a- with an album like this. I was Wh- impressed.
1: Where did you first hear her? And I first heard what's her. What's your story? Come, let's oh, okay, let's go, let's yeah. Go w- are we storytellers? Let's, <laughs> let's start it back. Let's
0: dial it back. Okay, so uh, she was seventeen. So I was twenty-two. Yes. So when she first released her first ever single, one of her first ever play plays was on my friend's radio show in London in uh, uh i think it was ghosts on alas i cannot swim uh, which is such a good song um and she was 17 when she yeah. wrote that one <laughs> um yeah like so yep. that song that single came out and i heard it on the radio on uh john kennedy's show on xfm and he's been the one that has made who gets people like Florence and the Machine's first album and stuff played. Yes. Like he's like one of those, he's like a John Peel type character who gets things played. And I think I was listening to my DAB radio, um, and I was in bed listening to the radio with a cup of tea, eating a little n- nighttime some nighttime oh, toast. Desperately British. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was I'm uh, just trying to think. I'm like, where was I? I'm like, okay, so I yeah. was I know what house I was in, what where the bed was, where the radio was. And I was listening to it and it did it tea. with my cup of tea and a piece of <laughs> toast and Laura Marling was played on this radio show. And this radio show was like ten PM till oh no, eleven PM until yep. two AM. And I I ghosts. listened yeah. And ghosts came on. And ghosts came on and I was like, What is this? Yeah. How dare they sound this <laughs> good? Yeah. And it was so beautiful. Um and it had I think the first time it played, they played the non-radio edit version, which has got this extra little like um, 30 seconds of something that sounds like almost like you're walking down to the seaside. So it's like, I can't even describe it, but you'll you'll have to listen. So that my my first ever experience of her was on her first release, uh, one of her first plays on the radio in the UK. Mm. And I just was like, shut the front door. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Um and just fell in love from there and I could not stop singing the song, could not stop humming the song okay. for such a long time and I'm a massive advocate for uh British artists obviously um and also for female artists mm. and I and th- and I heard her and I was thinking oh you know she's going to be someone who's you know been around been on the circuit for years etc mm. and finally caught her break S- yeah and then she's i think 17. he said oh so yeah so she's this is Laura marling and this is her first release and she's 17 and yeah. i'm like get out damn yeah. you <laughs> get out
1: so it's 2007 huh uh, you're in the uk well
0: yeah 2007 that would have been cause, so uh, i was born in 85 and she was born in 90 there you go just to make you feel bad about yes. yourself. Yeah. yeah, appreciate that. Um, so that was my story of first hearing her. Um, so she's, yeah, she's, she's been massively um, influential. And that um, even her new record, she's matured to it. She was so brave with her newest album where she released a song that sounded more like um, a really sexy jazz number nice. mm-hmm. than it did. Like it was all her being sounding provocative and against a double bass mm. f- and okay. it's beautiful it's called soothing so that was the newest uh the uh, from the newest record semper, um, femina. semper femina yeah, yeah. Okay. so um i, hi- I in her entire back catalogue is beautiful mm. um but i feel like this album um i speak because i can the title flaw. the title itself is just like yep. yeah yeah Damn right you do. Yeah. Because I can imagine being a 19-year-old woman who's just made it big in the music industry. Everyone's pushing you around and telling you what how to sound or what to do or how to be better or sure. how to be this. And she's produced something so mature. Mm. Um, she's got the support of some incredible musicians. So I had no idea that it was until I was researching this, because um, I've been listening to this album since it came out. Yeah. So I had no idea sure. that um, it had um like half of mumford and sons but it was they they did it before their first album came out yeah, since yeah. it was before they would have been yeah popular so before as well. they were famous before they did anything they must have just they would have known each other from being in the new most new folk music scene yeah. Yes,
2: <laughs> i know yeah so that was kind of how i heard about it as well like okay. i knew mumford and sons they blew up really big here and that's when i sort of i found out she was doing stuff with them and they were involved with a lot of stuff she was doing and that awesome. sort of yeah found out how how i found out about her that's awesome have they toured together since
0: I don't know. I don't. I think i feel like they're both too big to go. On yeah, a tour I don't together. think okay. in Australia
2: I don't yep. think they're toured together. Mm. So I think yeah, I don't think you'd relegate either of those to a support slot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Eh? Um,
0: there's a couple of songs that I just wanted to reference. uh So the there's one. So okay, so there's a song called "Hope in the Air." Mm-hmm. No hope in the air. No hope in the water. Not even. Your last serving daughter. Yeah. yeah, and the way she says, daughter, I'm like, oh, you just sound so <laughs> British. I love it. It's like I top up my English when I, sing, when I listen to her. Yeah. Um, but that uh, there's a theorem because so many of her things are based on literature. And uh, there's a theory about this one being uh, in reference to the view of Cordelia from King Lear um being the youngest daughter with two elder sisters and he asks his daughters to say who loves him most and the elder two give long-winded speeches about their undying love and much to his approval but when cordelia is asked she replies nothing so um there's all these theories online which has been quite wonderful to read where people do song <laughs> meanings and stuff but there's been like a, this, this english major who's referenced different bits of the song like lyrics um to, to directly to the play itself nice. all th- from start to finish yes. and i really want that to be true yes you be- always,
2: yeah you always want those cool stories to be true sure.
0: absolutely um so yes i think um i i need to re- re- reread king lear and listen to that song
1: overachiever huh she right.
0: So she's just referencing Well-read and Homer's Odyssey uh, to yeah. like write a bluegrass really? song. Yeah. <laughs> like Come on. I know, like just stop and she's also th- she's also objectively beautiful. Yeah. Um and uh, by all accounts perfectly pleasant n- and really nice person.
1: Mm damn disgusting <laughs> yeah it's, I'm d- it's terrifying i'm i can't
0: I, I how are you supposed to compete with that in life yeah. but instead i'm just going to uh completely Admiere. admire yeah, draw to to yeah. To draw
2: her admire. So we can all bask yeah. in her awesomeness yeah, so yeah i I'm found that with uh england and hope in the air and alpha shallows the one that comes before is like this perfect little trilogy of songs right in the middle there so yeah kicks off with devil spoke a couple of the ones after that are a little bit sort of the slower and softer ones which mm. i like but not as much as the bigger ones and then those three I just like this perfect little trilogy in the middle. So yeah, I really love those three songs.
0: That's good. I find that there's little pockets that I go to. Yeah. So I listen to the mm. album start to finish and just go, I love, like I, I will happily, I get annoyed when someone stops me. I'm like, no, I'm, I think you'll find I'm listening to yeah. this. So if <laughs> you, you could just mind. leave me alone, just that'd just be hold great. hold the phone screen
2: up to someone and go, y- uh, yeah, it's, yeah. <clears throat> it's Excuse like, me. it's only,
0: it's less than 40 minutes long, the whole album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, originally there was going to be a couple of extra songs um and then she called them before she did the full release yeah so uh that's fair enough so she obviously had a real idea of what she wanted out of the um out of it which is really cool for her but um there's a another song on here which makes me want to have a cry every time i listen to it which is what he wrote mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's about um to it's about world war 2 lovers um, or like he's gone off, but she's writing to another man, and it's, it's supposed to be some kind of like almost love triangle. But during World War II, when she's asking Hera, the goddess of forgiveness, about um, uh, like forgiving her for doing what she's doing, etc., and he's writing that he's broken, and she's like, "But I'm broken too." And oh man, I listen to it and just my f- the feels, yeah, the feels really That's hit true. you in the feels. Mm.
2: Is that the one that starts? my husband left me tonight I think. Um, there's one of the songs oh no that's
0: that's um th- the last one that's the one about Match the the Dust. odyssey okay thing so right. my husband left me last night is the one where it's in reference we believe to um uh homer's odyssey where yeah. he goes off and leaves penelope behind um that's that's what we think what we but think. no this one is the um yeah, this is the wartime love letters that she read about in a newspaper. Yeah, so this is her okay. inspiration, um, and it's the forbidden love of writing to a man other than your husband, appealing to the Greek goddess of Hera. So the whole song is just so beautiful, and it's like in a little waltz. And Enemy wrote about it. The, do you get Enemy over here? New music. We yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah yeah yeah. Um, so. Mm. Yeah, they wrote about this album when it came out and just were referencing every single song, just going, and then this bit, and then this bit, and then this bit. Yeah. And they said in there it's got the unqualified frankness of I miss his smell. Mm. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've all been there when we've pined mm-hmm. for someone and you're like, you just miss every tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. And yep. she seems to know how to capture human emotion. Mm and turn it into something so beautifully poetic that it translates, even if you don't know what the subject matter is, mm. it still makes you feel.
2: Yeah. Mm. Do do you know if she talks much about what the songs are about? Like you've you've spoken a few times yeah. about how you and other people are looking up meanings but never really confirmed it.
0: She's pretty quiet <laughs> yeah. when it comes to things. So she's uh when it comes to she's quite private about stuff so she will when asked in interviews she has said oh yeah that's about this or it was inspired by something but not necessarily in like some artist way where they write online on their website this song's about this and this song's about this and so she will she will be a bit more vague i suppose and it and she will say this is an album about the responsibility of womanhood Mm. yeah and sure there you go and it's not all autobiographical so don't read into it so i think she's more preempting people going i can't believe all these things have happened to you (laughs) you know because obviously they haven't telling them
2: what it's not about rather than what it is about necessarily so
0: she seems to have the capacity Mm. to empathize and then lyricize from that empathy yeah to such a high like to such a mature degree that she can take stories of people she's never met or or think literature she's read about mm. and create something that makes people think it truly is her mm. which is incredibly what a skill. brave. Yeah, yep. skilled. Mm. Skilled still I so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so did you find any were there points in the album that you were like, this doesn't fit?
1: No. N- um I, I like the storytelling side of it and, and that's why I mentioned the word Periods because of the you know the letters and mm. the goodbye England and mm. de- um, devil spoke etc. So I, I like that it was this her, her putting empathising putting herself in, in someone else's shoes and in in telling those stories that she you you could be excused for thinking she's mm. a lot older because of ho- of the way she sings and what she sings about um, and that bad things have happened to her and and that's not the case necessarily at all. She's just um, you know can write really good songs.
2: Yeah yeah it didn't nothing out of place I I like I said before I preferred like the bigger numbers rather than the smaller quieter ones but then also a lot of times it sort of start out really small and quiet and I'm thinking, oh yeah, here comes a smaller quieter one and then it would just build up and build up and it would turn out it was one of the big ones after all you <laughs> it was just hiding itself at the start so yeah no nothing felt out of place. Like I said, that middle trilogy was just great, and then that sort of there's only a couple of songs left, then before the end, and yeah, no, it worked really well.
0: It is a sh- like a small, mm. be- like formed, beautifully formed album. Mm.
2: Yeah. Have you ever seen her play live?
0: I have not. Right. How how gutted am I? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I've I think missed she likes her. coming to Australia. So
0: I know, and she was, h- I believe she was here this year, and I she missed probably her. would have been really? off yeah. this album, yeah. But I couldn't afford to go, because yeah. um, oh it was about a hundred dollars. So I was like, oh my, I just need to eat this week, sure. yeah, um, which is sh- important too. I should probably feed the family. Mm. Um, uh, so I haven't actually seen her live, but partly it's because I've built her up. Yep. Yeah. Now. F- since the beginning of her career i've built her up to be something that's so ethereal and the pedestal mm. i've put her on is so high yep. that i'm a bit scared that i'm going <laughs> to go uh, like and go oh like sure yeah like i saw counting crows and i've loved them for since yes. their first record came out yes. and and i love them so much i loved a load of their subsequent stuff covered it learned the piano okay. for some of it and all sorts cool. uh piano and guitar yes. but then i saw them live at one point and i was just like you yeah. just, you're a bunch of drunk middle-aged men
1: get yeah. off yeah so uh i'm with you there unfortunately yeah. so that's i've seen th- them live too and i was very disappointed
0: it's just such a shame isn't it so yeah. in, and so because like so this whereas I knew I've seen Ben Folds multiple times, mm. um, Ben Folds and Ben Folds Five, um, and I know every single time that he is a showman. Mm. So he will, and because of who he is, I know that he is a very much an audience engage, engaging showman who jumps on his piano and mm. he gets people to do this that and the other. Yeah. So. Not so much
1: Adam, Adam Duritz.
0: No, <laughs> who's a bit more in his own dissociative <laughs> world, yes. um, sure. which is fine for him. And, and but they still fun. make good records. Uh I do. so f- f- with Laura Marling, I partly can't afford to go and see, couldn't afford to go and see her last year, and I should have gone to see her a million times in England, but never did because I was partly too scared yeah like it's almost like I've just got such a crush on her identity crush, yeah, but it's not like a crush anything. on her yeah it's like a, I've got a such a massive persona. crush mm. on everything she's about that yeah. I'm really scared i'll go, and it won't be the the ethereal beautiful moment that i expect you know like your better than or, better or than yeah. any wedding or child yeah. or anything yeah. like that that's basically what i imagine it, it should be we're
2: pretty much gonna have to get her to give you like a one-on-one show yeah i, I can't let her know that. what songs i want yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: but like so this is your playlist you can yeah. join
1: us She you can come yeah to that's the next it yeah podcast. maybe she could when she's, when she's on in, tour yeah. when she's
0: on tour in australia again we'll just get her into the podcast and i'll yeah. just be like you know, uh, I might have a radio show by then as well. Sure. So I'd just be like, "So you're an artist from the UK, yeah. and it would be really good if you have <laughs> <laughs> my radio show." Do you uh, know yeah.
1: that I listened to you over a, a tea in, a, in toast? I, I listened. Yeah. To the first time I heard you was tea and toast, and
0: it was because ta- John Kennedy. Because so she knows, she knows John Kennedy, who's the guy who was the DJ who played the, her music. Yeah. Um. So she's been into the studio with him, and she seems nice stuff and everything, and it's all good. But I'm just, I think I just act like such an goon bag
2: to yep. oh, be yeah. really <laughs> confirmed thank like
0: you so have I've, been, you s- I've
2: interviewed my favourite musician three times and I can tell you that is absolutely what happens yeah it is a absolute nightmare from which I will never recover and now people are like oh what What would you do if you've got the chance to meet him and I'm just like I wouldn't I, I don't I know what happens when I meet him and it is not good for anybody who more. is this Paul Dempsey Paul Dempsey oh. something for Kate who oh, we oh yeah about of earlier. course Ink. um Oh, yeah
0: and so you act like a goombag
2: yep Oh, it's uh, really? one time I opened the interview by asking him what the weather was like and then telling him what the weather was like where I was because Dude, he wasn't in the same place as I was it's not Tinder no <laughs> <gasps> yeah no it is it is yeah so I can I can I want you to meet your heroes but also I can absolutely tell you that that is definitely what will happen if you ever do that
0: Hello, I think I really yep. I know New but do you
2: think that it would have been different if it,
1: if you weren't interviewing him and you just met him casually? It would have been worse. At least at least with the interview, okay.
2: I had something I had to do. Some I had a topic I have something. to talk to you about. I've yep. written out my questions. <laughs> We're all good here. I ha- if I, if nothing else I know I've got to hit these points along the way. So yeah. If I just walked up to him and met him on the street, I have no idea what I would possibly do. What if wow. he came up to you and he
0: was like, Oh, you're the guy that interviewed me a few times. Yeah. How you doing? What's the weather like? Yeah, We're in the place. I would freak place.
2: out. I would also be trying to hide my tattoo behind my arm, uh, behind me, so he could not see it. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's
0: just like, oh, you lost your arm? Yeah. In the war. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible.
2: It's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. But he might okay,
1: have seen it and enough. thought, he could see it and go, hey, that's really cool. That's great that you he did could,
2: that. He could do that. And it could. We're off, going a little bit off topic here, but I also good. know he's a bit of a, like, he's not a guy that seeks out a lot of fame and he's generally uncomfortable with the fame and the popularity of it. He just likes playing music and he likes having a live show that everyone loves, but he doesn't, yeah, get, I think, I think this would be a bit, he would be like, oh, okay, weirdo, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, so you
0: didn't have that last time you interviewed him?
2: I've never interviewed him face-to-face. It's always been over the phone.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
2: By the way, this is an audio medium, so I'll just explain to everybody that I have a Dempsey oh, yeah. d- a tattoo designed by Paul Dempsey on my arm, which is what we've been talking about the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Yes. Context. Yeah. <laughs> Context is Pretty everything. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Um, Liam, have you seen Laura Marling live?
2: I haven't, no. So that was good. that one time that I knew about <sighs> I, she was playing the <laughs> festival, but I didn't get a chance to she go and see her. So, good. But I would think that There's no way she can get to where she's gotten with her whole career and not have a live show that backs up what she does on the record. I know, and I know that what you're you you probably know that what you're feeling isn't necessarily that rational. Like you can't just explain it away and go, "Oh, I feel better now. Thanks for that." Mm. But yeah, if she had that great presence on the record but didn't have it, didn't translate, I think people would know about that. That would be that would be part of the thing that people talked about. And I've had that with bands and stuff before. But yeah, so. That's fair enough. I definitely think she would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I know she'd be awesome live. I'm just, I I think I'd be annoyed at all the other people there. You know, if anyone yes. if anyone spoke dur- during it, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, get out. Yeah. Do you know you, who's on the stage? You're listening to <laughs> her wrong.
2: Yeah, you're, yeah, you're doing her you're wrong. You're gigging wrong. Stop yeah, gigging stop. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <So sighs> you'd have to go front row. You'd have to like wed yourself up to the front row mm. so that everything is just behind you and you can block it out. And then she sees you down there and she goes she waves to you and she brings you up on stage and you can do a duet of your favourite song together. Stop (laughs) it.
0: I cover so many of her songs. (laughs) Uh I play guitar and so I've got a couple of guitars in different tunings because she plays in different tunings yes. and different albums and mm. different songs, and so I've got yeah songs in different tunings. So I, just so I can play like really weird tunings as well, yeah. uh, just so I can play. So there's an album called Once I Was an Eagle, which is really beautiful, mm. um, and I highly recommend you listen to it. In fact, listen to all of her rec- records. Um, but I can play the first half of that album on guitar now, so I'm quite proud cool. of myself.
1: So how many guitars you have?
0: In the Australia or the UK? Let's go here. Uh, Australia two. Okay. Ask me the other question. Oh, three, actually. Sorry, Australia, three.
1: And, and the UK?
0: Nine. Wow,
1: well, okay. There we go. Good question, right? Many more. No, well yeah. I w- so I want another guitar, so. Oh, ah,
0: okay. You can't you have go. one. Yeah, <laughs> no, door,
1: so like, how, guitar, many how many is, how many is many enough, you? you know? How I've, many got, is enough? I've got bikes and I've got, now I want more guitars. I've just pitched that to to mm-hmm. Emma, so anyway. Good. that's cool there you go. I've got so a drum kit we'll just form a
2: band there we go oh, oh, I'm, glory and a yeah. drummer.
0: I'm in two bands I can't <laughs> be in a third I can't just we'll
2: just join one of your other bands that'll be fine yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine,
0: fine. Stephen just wants to play pots and pans in one of my bands yeah he just wants to hit like in the punk band he just wants to hit nice. a pot just like the equivalent of playing okay. the triangle in an orchestra yes. I think
2: I want to join a band because I'm not very good at drums. So I want to join a band that's going to have two drummers. So I only have to be like half as good. <laughs> I, only cool. pl- I only have to play like half the bits. You mean,
0: you you know, you actually have to be doubly yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just, just say, that's fine. As every that's band right.
2: I know that has two drummers is like mind-blowingly, crazingly awesome. So I yeah. know that would never work, but that, that's my theory. And I'm going <laughs> to yeah. try that's and all right. just start a band, dude. Just yeah. start a band. Yeah.
0: So um, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this record?
2: Nope, that was that kind was fantastic and I'm absolutely going to go and look up all her other stuff. Mm. Did you listen to her podcast? No. She had a podcast from last year, so Semper mm. Femina. Yeah. The people she worked with, all women producers on that album? And the reason she did that is because last year she had a series of podcasts, 10-episode podcast series called, I'm digging my phone out of my pocket for the visual medium, Reversal of the Muse, where she went and did like podcast interview episodes with 10 female producers and then and mixers and and sort of studio people because she thought, hey, women in the music industry aren't getting enough high profile, which is absolutely true. And then she worked with, I think, like literally like only women producers and mixers and stuff on Semper Femina. I have like to double the check that. Best but person. she is. Yeah. So definitely. Ch- I've listened to like, the first two or three episodes of the podcast. It's really good. So definitely go and check it out. Aww. Reversal of the Muse. We
0: well, that, I'm going to just ignore everyone in my life yeah. and do that now. Just, and just now I'm going right.
2: to go and listen to the rest of the episodes because yeah, yeah this album is mind blowingly awesome. It's good, isn't cool. it?
0: Nice. Ah, well, I've got to ask you the important question because we've come to the end of today's podcast. So, uh, Grant. Laura Marling, I speak because I can. Would you say that this is flawless, yes or no?
1: Binary. My yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you it. <laughs> I'll give you it. Uh, and I, 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 We started when you afforded me the opportunity to speak and I said thank you yeah. <laughs> for letting me um, get to listen to the album because I'd never heard it before and it's. I will be listening to all, all the rest of, all, of, her, of her work. Yeah. So thank you.
0: Awesome. You're you're welcome, dude. You're welcome. (laughs) It's worth it. It's worth having Laura Marling in your life. There you go. So, Mr. McGuinness.
2: I am super, super excited that we've mm, finally managed to reach a consensus in our fifth episode, I think it is. Is it a consensus? Fifth fifth episode that we finally had the first time.
0: Do you find this album flawless? Yes. Yes, I
2: do. Thumbs up. Flawless Laura Marling. And it's so great to be able to do that for a female artist to have to be the first one to be our And a British consensus. one Consensus And a British oh, one, of course oh <laughs> <laughs> We were going, okay, can I, re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I
0: change? No, no, it was worth oh, it Okay yeah, That's no, awesome That was
2: amazing Like, yeah, 10 tracks Like, I I wish I'd had more of a chance to listen to it But I can't imagine that doing that would decrease my love of it at all so.
0: It's only increased mine Like, I knew I loved it And I was listening to it constantly for like yeah. the last week And just gone And I've just, yeah, I've, I've not done anything else Yeah my my, what's it? Spotify recommendations is yeah. basically <laughs> just like, would you like more Laura Marling yeah. now? Would you Would more, you like more? more, more. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, do it. That's awesome. So this is the first time we've had we've had full consensus on a record. So yeah. we'll have to send it to Laura Marling. Yep. yes and just say hey she she needs to know. you're the first one
2: there so South african and australian guy really like your music now
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're in a room Yes. Yeah. So, and we're all talking about yeah how does that make you feel yep. mm. so that's cool uncomfortable well i'm really happy um that we we came to this consensus i'm really happy with today and I'm, thank you very much to both of you sure. so uh this is george and grant and liam Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is the end of the podcast, so thank you for listening. The producer is Alicia McLaren. Flawless is recorded at the Edge Studios at the State Library of Queensland, which is a fantastic, free, awesome space with all the equipment that you need to record podcasts and other things. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Flawless AMP, uh, which is a music podcast, and a Twitter account with uh, Flawless AMP, a music podcast. Um Other than that, thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you soon. Used to
1: be so kind In the breaking of the morning, we'll be dancing on
0: myself alone. When you're shaking out the anger
2: that stops you from taking my call. When you're on